You're listening to Victory by Association with Jeff Tippett, international speaker, best-selling author, and entrepreneur. This is the podcast exclusively for association executives and members. Each week, Jeff interviews association executives about their victories, igniting new ideas for you to create greater value for your members. And now, Jeff Tippett. Well, hello, everyone. I'm Jeff Tippett. I'm grateful that you've joined us for today's episode of Victory by Association. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash VBA. audibletrial.com forward slash VBA. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Check out our show notes for the link. Today, I am so excited to welcome our guest, William Reinhardt, the Executive Director from Blue Uprising Pack. William, how are you? Good, Jeff, and feel free to call me Billy. I can call you Billy. We're buddies now, right? Yeah, we're buddies. We're <laughs> for sure. Hey, before we get into everything, I, I think I saw on your LinkedIn profile uh, a little background at UNCW. Yep, that's correct. I, uh, I swam there um, from 01 to 05 and also played lacrosse. But I think uh, my, the greatest part about UNCW was helping run the campaign to keep five sports teams at uh, the Division One level there when they were on the chopping block. That's, that's fantastic. Well, I'm based in Raleigh, and I used to have a beach home um, down in, in Brunswick County area at Oak Island. So I'm kind of familiar with that area, and it's, it's a really cool place. It's a beautiful downtown there as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well Billy, tell us a little bit about Blue Uprising Pack and, and the work that you guys do. Sure, absolutely. So um, the, the pack started when I was meeting folks in the ocean community who were voting not necessarily progressive. They lived a progressive lifestyle, used reusable material, would bring their own, uh, you know, they'd bring their own reusable mug to Starbucks and the like, but yet they were voting for a lot of folks that were really uh, championing uh, offshore drilling or they would just deny climate change. And it just seemed so odd to me. And a lot of it was just because they had no idea a lot of the times who they were voting for were championing these like just terrible uh, issues uh, that would hurt the ocean. So that's when I was like, hey, let's start talking to these folks and how do we talk to them? So it's not, uh, you know, so they're, they're not too frazzled or they're not, they don't feel attacked, et cetera. They're just educating voters about, uh, hey, this is, these are some better options for you to vote for. And that's where Blue Pricing started. That's very interesting. Well, we're gonna have fun talking today because outside of speaking professionally, I also own uh, and manage a public affairs and communications firm. So I think we're going to have a great time talking. Well, before we get into all the good stuff, Bill, if you don't mind, tell us something interesting or unique about you that most people don't know, something they won't find on your LinkedIn profile, but just give us a little insights into something about Billy that people may not know but might find interesting. That's a good question. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I, maybe some folks who have received letters from me or emails without spell check, they might quickly <laughs> – find out that I'm dyslexic. Uh, so uh, one thing uh, that's unique and individual about me that I don't see other folks having is I can spell a word um, more than a thousand different ways. There you go. That's awesome. Well, look, tell us a little bit about your association, Victory, some area of success or something that you've experienced there for Blue Uprising Pack. Yeah, that's, um, you know, there, there are two. Um, one was the, the outcome where we were able to help flip four congressional races and one where we won by 125 votes to ensure our candidate made it through the primary. 
Um, so that was a big one. But I think when we talk about like leading and, and bringing something together, I would say our I Surf, I Vote events, um, when we worked with a lot of different groups, actually first it was just like me and a few few folks getting together on the beach. And what we would do is we would spell it vote with surfboards and we would take a drone and we'd get uh, the drone shot with vote spelled with surfboards in that local community. And then we'd put it on social media and share the pictures with local organizations. And that started out, uh, it was interesting. It just started out like me lugging my own personal, like my quiver of surfboards in Newport beach. I brought like 10 down and I had a few friends in Southern California. And they're like, sure, we'll help you out. And we were able to get about 25 surfboards to the beach. We had one um, gentleman by the name of Char Charlie who has a uh, Instagram account called The Drone Booth. And he was like, hey, he saw what we were doing online. He's like, sure, I'll come fly the drone. And he did an excellent job. And then we, we took that uh, almost to a road show. We went to Wrightsville Beach, Virginia Beach, um, Santa Cruz, San Francisco, uh, and a few other spots. Um, Huntington Beach. Yeah, it went, it went great. And at the end of it, we started getting world champion surfers, um, folks who have surfed uh, and won a few few races, um, but then also folks who have um, uh, stood on the medal, uh, medal stand at the Olympics, some snowboarders. Um, so we started just combining the outdoor sports industry and, and just said, hey, this is a place for us to talk about voting, what it means to uh, surf in clean water. Uh, actually have a winter that you can snowboard in. Um, and so, yeah, we're you're taking that and we're going to be layering it on to a bunch of different sports um, in 2020. Okay, Billy, this is just fascinating. I, I love hearing the creativity that you're expressing here. So when I speak, and I speak from my companion book, Unleashing Your Superpower, one of the things I talk about is how we have to stand out and be a little bit different. You know, growing up, I was raised with the golden rule. Um, you know, doing to others. And then it got into business and started understanding another golden rule, which is uh, she who has the gold rules. But today we talk about the thumb ruling and how we're on mobile and we're scrolling up and we're making choices and how most of the links fail and most things that people toss out there fail. But I love this idea of going out, taking the surfboards, creating the, the, the word here and then taking a drone. It's just a whole different angle, a different approach. Kudos to you for helping get out of this sea of sameness. I feel like sometimes, especially online, it's the same stuff over and over again and people glaze over. I can picture me clicking on that and being curious more about what it is, what's your message, what are you talking about? Kudos to you for doing something a little, a little different, a little unique. Thank you, I appreciate the love. Um, it, uh, it definitely, it was an idea that um, it just only got, it only galvanized as, as we would talk about it and then also empower other organizations to jump in and work with us. And I think that was when I look back at it now, why it was successful is because of a lot of it, I just let go of the idea and let other people pick it up uh, and join in in the circle. And, and by the end of it, we had it down pretty pat and we were able to talk to about 3 million people through those events digitally. Okay. That's just that's crazy stats. That's amazing. And another thing that I like, just besides the creativity, I really love the alignment with your brand, the alignment with your messaging, especially since you've, you've talked about environment and you're going out into these environmental spaces, places where people enjoy and they're finding recreation, they're finding a great time, and you're taking that message to people who love what it is that you're trying to protect. So the alignment to me is spectacular as well. 
Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate that. So talk to me a little bit about like why this mattered to your association and, and mattered to your pack here and your group. Like launching out into something a little bit unique. Like, and I'm, I'm hearing some stuff about views and things. Tell me a little bit about why it mattered and, and some of the outcomes yeah. from, from, from doing it and being creative like this. I, I think the first, you know, every, everything comes from like a challenge, right? Or a problem that you see. And in politics, I would just see, you know, these massive campaigns with insane budgets that would just send material or they put this digital stuff out that no one cared about. And people were just throwing away. And, and I had one person say to me like, hey, you know, you only have 3% three per, three of the voters' attention. And I was like, that's not true. That's only because that's the way that you send your stuff and your stuff is just weak. And I'm sorry to say it, but like when you just send a stupid pamphlet and it's not interesting, no one's gonna care. And so yeah, you will live in that three second universe. Um, so one day I was talking to my wife, who's also the co-founder of Blue Uprising. And I was talking to Abby about like, I don't wanna just have an event at a beach where we invite elected officials to talk on maybe five or 10 years that follow these elected officials everywhere they go anyways we have to do something different. Um, and I was like, you know, I'm a surfer and I vote. And that was the first thing that I thought of. Uh, and when I started thinking about what that meant, I was like, yeah, there's so many surfers out there that are passionate about ocean. They're passionate about water quality. They're passionate about uh, beach access. And I was like, we need to have an outlet for them. We need to have an outlet for, you know, uh, young, old, white, black men, women, we need to be able to come together as one thing. And one thing that we could come together on is voting. So going into this and, and like launching this very first vote with the surfboards and the, the drone, were there any particular metrics for success that you were looking for? Um, or were you just like rolling it out and just waiting to see the, the outcome? So Jeff, one thing's pretty funny is um, the, how the goal line can keep moving um, with metrics. Uh, so our first metric, my first was do I have a drone and then do I have the 22 surfboards to spell out and vote with surfboards um, and you know we we blew that away we got 25 surfboards uh, so our T got a little bit bigger um, but we also had um, a now sitting member of uh, Congress Harley Ruda came and and spoke at the event we also had um, community members and leadership um, from not just in the politics side but also in the conservation side talk about what voting means for their organization and for their beaches. So I think that was like our first metric was like, hey, let's get, you know, local folks talking about voting. And then as this kept going, um, we, my metrics became like, are the surfboards in the drone shop? Because we started working with Sustained Surf, who uh, they're, they're the end all of sustainability and, and surfing as far as uh, how your surfboards made, um, what materials, et cetera. And they were like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if you did this of all eco boards? And I was like, yeah, but you know, like it's really hard just to get 25 surfboards and people to bring them uh, to the beach that day at this particular time and a drone. It's much more difficult to do that when there's actually good surf. Um, but Sustained Surf uh, really stepped up and they helped us um, work with different distributors of uh, eco-friendly boards. So that now our, our standard is okay, are we using eco-friendly boards? Um, as far as like some of the metrics go, you know, I, I think when, I, when we started talking about that as an organization, like, oh, how do we get this out? And, you know, we need more eyes on it. Um, we realized like 
the more we partner, the more we work with other people and the more we bring people and invite people into our, our, uh, our space, the better this whole thing's going to go. And stop thinking about like, how are we pushing our message out, but how can we leverage and work with other groups so that they're pushing this joint message out. And that's when we started to see things skyrocket. That's when uh, the Instagram account earth uh, took one of our pictures and put it up. And next thing you know, we had, um, I think we went from like, um, like 110, uh, like that, that particular day we had maybe had like a hundred website views to like 1500 a few hours. And we were just like, what is happening? And in, in that, I mean, that Instagram account earth has over a million followers. So, um, yeah, I think it's just like letting things happen and letting it organically, putting your best foot forward, uh, checking your ego, checking your control. I know I've had to check my own control about these events so many times, like, oh, it's not happening to my own plan or this or that. And it's just like, none of that really matters. It's all about the event happening great. So just um, empowering others to jump in. I love it. You know, as I mentioned, I, I own a public affairs and communications firm and I often hear from clients Oh, we don't have the budget. No, we can't spend it. We don't have the budget. And it sounds like you found a really creative way to launch out and find some really cool success with, without maybe having like this massive budget up front to front load this. Yeah. No, I think that's completely accurate. We've had, um, you know, I would like in 2021, one of our goals is to actually start paying the vendors and the people that, that have just like, you know, burnt their feet walking on the incredibly hot sand, lugging surfboards. Uh, the one thing we were able to do this year was take people out to lunch and uh, maybe have a few margaritas. But one thing that we're trying to do for 2020 is making sure that our vendors and our partners, um, that we're able to pay them and, and really honor what they've been able to do for us. That's, that's fantastic. Billy, I love it. So my, my walk away and take away from our time together is, first of all, I mean, outside of my main three, is like, just don't allow the budget to hold you back. If you've got a mission, if you've got something you're really after, don't let it hold you back. But three things that I heard from you for success that I think this will be great for our listening listeners is that you talked about creativity and just going outside, being a bit more creative, finding alignment with what, and don't be creative like to the far side that doesn't align. And people look at that creativity and say, like, but that doesn't make any sense to me mm -hmm. because I hear what you're talking about in your creativity. It makes sense. So we do, you do have an alignment there. And there's success through collaboration. Sometimes we're so afraid of other associations or other organizations that we have to like put our little insular on and we're like, no, leave us alone. We can't collaborate. We can't work with you. You might steal someone. You might take a dollar of ours. Uh, we can't do that. But those are my three big takeaways from our time today. Is that fair? I think that's fair. Yeah. I, I think the universe will, you know, the more you give, the more you'll give back. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's what we that's what we're about here at Blue Uprising for sure. Love it, absolutely. So, as I mentioned, we've got uh, probably about forty thousand executives, associations on our email list here, and about twenty five thousand social media that we share this with. So, you're going to have a, a nice size uh, audience here for this next question. What would you toss out if you, you know, looking at other people in your place that, that may be trying to find ways to move things forward, move the ball, move the needle? What advice would you give to ex ex association executives that might be listening today and say, hey, what's my one takeaway from, from Billy? Uh, I, I think um, one thing I'm really happy is I never was scared to fail with this. And I think um, I owe a lot, that, a lot of that to my wife. Um, she was just always there. Like anytime I was ready to say, there's no way this is going to happen. She was like, you're already too far in. You can't stop yeah. now. Um, so I think, you know, 
finding people that are going to support you um, and, and just be that optimistic sound wall that you're going to need sometimes. Even when things don't look like they're going to happen, just keep going. And um, yeah, there's something to be said for almost being too naive to, to the reality. I love that. I was reading somewhere today something basically that was saying that, that success is not the opposite of failure. Um, that it's just, it's part of like, the whole failure thing is, is part of success. Like we fail and we keep going. Um, I love it. Well, tell us a little uh, last question here before we head out is if you don't mind, tell us a bit about a person that maybe has volunteered with your organization. Um, we do association superhero shout out to a volunteer. I think there's great value in showing gratitude and appreciation of people that are making things happen. Is there, I know you probably have tons of them, but is there one today that you would like to, to spotlight as your association superhero volunteer? Yeah, I, I, we definitely could not have done it without our board of directors. I think they were great. Um, and we brought on some staff, but one staff member that I feel like uh, her name's Dia, and she's our director of technology, and she is just incredible at uh, staying with our progressive purpose, and, and just reminds us uh, pretty much every day, like, hey, like, how are we pushing the needle needle forward? How are we um, challenging our own organization to evaluate ourselves and to put our best foot forward? So she's Love been it. fantastic. Love it. Billy, you've just been fantastic. You've given us some great information here. Personally, I want to thank you for being our guest. If people are listening today or watching today and they want to track you down, how's the best way for people to find you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, Instagram, Blue Uprising, um, and then blueuprising.org. Uh, also, my email address uh, is william at blueuprising.org. Um, and then if you just wanted to go to the general mailbox and, um, we'll get back to you also that way it's info at blueuprising.org. Fantastic. And we'll add all these links into the show notes. So please make sure you check it out. If there's any alignment here, uh, reach out to Billy. I'm sure he'll be happy to talk to you. Billy again, thank you. For yeah, we'd be stuck to work for, uh, work with anybody. And there's, uh, generally a, there's always a connection to somehow protect our ocean. So we, we make sure that that's our first foremost goal. Fantastic. Well, thank you all for listening today. My gift to you is a free chapter from my new book, Unleashing Your Superpower. This chapter is on creating a simple persuasive message. And in this chapter, I'll walk through four proven steps to help you develop a message that will resonate with your audience. Get a free copy by texting the word persuade to 66866. Persuade to 66866. That will be in the show notes as well. Again, thank you, Billy. And thank you all. We'll see you next week as we discover another victory by association. You've been listening to Victory by Association with Jeff Tippett. If you've enjoyed, please subscribe, rate, and review. Be sure to check out the show notes for links relating to this episode. For information about becoming a sponsor or guest, please email podcast at jefftippett.com.